This past month, the seasonal demands overwhelmed me, so I decided to hit the reset button and start fresh for September. I'm sure you can all relate, so let me know how you deal with overwhelm by sharing this episode with your thoughts or commenting on one of my posts. I'll update you on all the things that are going on and give you a summary of the content from this past month, so stay tuned. So welcome to Plants Dig Soil, a podcast about realistic regen ag. I'm your host, Scott Gillespie, and I'm an agronomist from the Western Canadian Prairies specializing in climate-smart agriculture. I discuss scientifically proven practices that benefit the planets, and just as importantly, farmers' economic sustainability. Be sure to visit my website, www.plantsdigsoil.com, for resources and information about the services that I offer. Now, what's interesting is that when I uploaded a YouTube short explaining my situation, I received the highest number of views ever for one of my videos. Now, maybe it was just the topic, or maybe I should explore the short form content. So I'm going to try something new on Monday, so look out for that. The only new content this month was my regenerative agriculture news episode. In it, I covered transformational agronomy, along with many other articles from the past month. I'll give you a summary of it a little later on in the episode. You can also read, listen, or watch it on my website by going to the link in the description. And now for a few other updates. I didn't secure the position for the CCA board this time. However, I'm pleased with the person who did as we've met at many industry events. So I'll try again in three years. The issue of news blocking continues. It truly underscores the need to be cautious about giving too much power to large companies. People from Yellowknife, Northwest Territories, were frustrated about the difficulty of disseminating fire information, mainly due to their heavy reliance on Facebook, or Meta, the parent company. Now, interestingly, they began sharing screenshots of the news. Now I'm back to teaching this fall at Lethbridge College. I love helping people learn new skills, so this is right at my alley. I'm teaching precision agriculture to both diploma and degree students. Now you might think that doesn't align with my usual regenerative focus, but in many ways it does. There are plenty of products out there with solutions looking for problems. Many of the same critical thinking skills can be applied when evaluating new technology. Finally, I haven't given up on the idea of creating community where things can be a little more interactive. Please share your thoughts by using a survey link that will be in the description of this episode. So thanks for your continued support. If you'd like to get an email once a month, use the MailChimp link to be added to my newsletter. If you're on LinkedIn and want a notification when I publish my newsletter, follow the link in the description of this episode. Also, if you're not already subscribed on your podcast player or on YouTube, use the links in the description or open your app right now and subscribe. So let's get into the content summary portion of this episode. So the only one that I did this month was Transformational Agronomy, a podcast that was about the regenerative agriculture news. So that led with the article about transformational agronomy. So the summary is embracing incremental progress is slow, steady progress, more effective than grand schemes. 
an article suggested by focusing on practical, incremental steps towards our goals might be the best way forward. So I had seven other articles, and I'll give a one-sentence or one or two-sentence summary of each. Sustainability challenges. Farmers often face barriers in achieving sustainability goals due to vague criteria and lack of government support. Collaboration between government, industry, and farmers is essential for success. Practical agronomy. Farmer Rob Van Roosel's approach to maintaining healthy potato fields through extended crop rotations illustrates the power of slow, methodical progress. Grasslands conversion. Protecting grasslands can help mitigate carbon emissions and recognize the value of natural spaces. Fence line benefits. Leaving buffer zones between roads and fields can absorb excess nutrients, support pollinators, and benefit the environment. Mycorrhizal fungi. While mycorrhizal fungi offer many benefits, commercial inoculants might hurt yield. And yeah, you heard that right. They might hurt your yield. Caution and testing are advised. Soil carbon measurement. Remote sensors may not yet be capable of accurately measuring soil carbon levels, highlighting the need for caution in this area. And finally, EU soil health law. The EU is considering legislation to boost soil health with some major companies advocating for even stronger measures. So for the final portion of this newsletter update, I want to highlight some services of mine. There is the SCAP program, which is Sustainable Canadian Agricultural Partnership. There's many things that are covered, but the highlights are new technology, farm security, grain handling, buying new or upgrading existing center pivots, installing drip irrigation, digging a well, developing water supplies for crops or livestock, and decommissioning old wells, developing a food safety plan or upgrading existing ones, developing new products or markets, fencing in riparian areas or adding fencing, both perimeter and internal, increasing legumes or establishing native or tame forages, adding in shelter belts, eco-buffers, and pollinator strips, intercropping annuals for grain harvest, cocktail cover crops for green manure or forage, and establishing or enhancing wetlands. And now the important thing is, is that my fees can usually be included in the funding. So check the links in the description for a YouTube explainer video and the program details. And I want to highlight my online course, Profitable from the Start, Cover Crops for the Prairies. This is a review from a student that took it, Kelsey Wolschuk. The title is straightforward and self-explanatory of what the course is about. The title is what caught my attention and made me want to learn how and why cover crops are profitable in the long and short term. The text, slides, speaking, and information were all well thought out and easy to understand. It was nice to have the course split up into five modules to explain cover crops, how to manage seed cover crops, and their importance for the soil, and can increase profits. I appreciate that there are documents for us to use to create our own cover crop plans, and then it got broken up to explain short, medium, and long-term plans. 
I do wish there were a few examples with different mixes and varieties and species of cover crops and cash crops that could be interseeded or relay seeded together. It'd be nice to have a chart outlining what cover crops are suited for certain environmental soil conditions and to match up with cover with cash crops. Otherwise, I think the course was very well done and I've gained knowledge and skills on the benefits of cash crops and how to implement them in farm practices. So I included even the critical points in there and I, I am planning to update the course to add in what was mentioned in there, a little more on the mixes or what can work in different situations. So right now the link is in the description. You can check out the course anytime. So I'd encourage you to look at that when you have a chance or when, um, when the harvest is done and when you're looking for some winter learning. And finally, I just want to highlight my consulting packages. My pricing reflects the independent structure of the business. You pay for the advice and that's it. I don't sell any products. I'll recommend them where I see the fit, but I don't make any money from your use of anything that I recommend. So we can work remotely or in person or a combination of the two. You're not tied to long-term commitments and I give you everything up front and you're free to implement it on your own or with another company. And of course, I always love to work with people over the long term, but it's not essential. So send me a message on my website using the link in the description if you want to discuss this more. And I will talk to you again next week.